0: The reading this morning is from the Gospel of John. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. And Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Uh, Thad Lightfoot is here uh, to read. Thank you, Thad. Let's pray. God, you promise when your word is proclaimed that the Spirit will come. So come, Holy Spirit. Amen. There's no house in this story. In the original Greek language, it just reads the doors being shut where the disciples were jesus came and stood among them jesus just appears jesus speaks of himself as the door earlier in the gospel of john to describe the presence of god jesus as the door comes for both protection and to be the threshold of abundant life, not just in death but now. This is the backdrop to where the Holy Spirit is given, and thank God, because the resurrection, resurrected Jesus, can appear without a clear entrance to a cluster of feel, fear-filled, fleeing followers two thousand years ago then he can appear on the 3,700 block of Chicago Avenue to burning neighborhoods in Minneapolis, outraged communities, to the streets of Georgia where young black men go to run, and to every place where this camera finds you today. In the Gospel of John, this is how the Holy Spirit comes. In the resurrected Jesus' own breath, Jesus comes showing up in the place of fear, embodying all the evidence of a cruel death. This is where the Holy Spirit is bestowed, and I dare to say breathed into fear-gripped people. It is simply unbelievable that the Holy Spirit comes as breath this Pentecost Sunday, May 31st, 2020 when we cannot get the scene out of our heads with george floyd gasping as the knee of a police officer one call to protect cuts off his ability to breathe to extinguish his life i am very aware that i am a white pastor preaching to a predominantly white community There are obvious things that keep me and us from being able to speak into systematic racism in America. I also know there is no perfect right now, no best case scenario, no time to prepare. We have been pushed to a place and this is where we begin. Wherever you are huddled today, there is no more room for excuses or distractions. Beginning now, we are a community called to racial justice. And we have dared to come to worship this morning because we are longing to know what God has to say about a black man murdered in broad daylight by people who are called to serve and protect God, what do you have to say when every form of a trust and accountability to look out for each other crumbles before us? God, what do you have to say when black people are overlooked and overruled, denied freedom of life for 400 years as there is no longer a place to hold the unheard anger so it explodes? God, what do you have to say to evil so great that it would mingle itself in such a time of grief and agony, simply to coerce and manipulate with the sole intent to kill and destroy. God, what do you have to say about this world and this city that you so deeply love? The disciples don't do much talking in this story. They listen they receive, their bodies now vessels for new life as the breath of God comes to resuscitate their witness and call. Jesus not only taught with words, but with presence. Jesus promised that as he left this world, the Holy Spirit would come. Earlier in John's Gospel, Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit as advocate an intercessor, one who abides, who comes alongside to remind the world of what Jesus taught, the one to be the next breath. It is so absurd today to proclaim that the divine spirit, the advocate, comes as breath to the world. Jesus' breathing of spirit into his disciples is the same breathing of God to create human life at the beginning of time. A time when human life was simply created as human life without a color. And what happens when God breathed life into existence is that everything gets opened. And that means ears open to humbly listen, eyes open to see our neighbor, guts open to feel the ache, hearts opened to be compassionate. And time opens up to show up now to make this a more just world. Our bank accounts open to offer what we have, and as white people, this is where we need to begin and our ears are to be opened before our mouths. I listened to our dear members at Mount Olivet who are people of color and asked them what they needed to hear today. This is what they shared with me. They need to know that we are all as outraged as they are. Outraged at the murder of George Floyd by those called to protect him and then the call to arrest all of the officers involved. Outraged that this has happened again. Most news stories fizzle after 21 days. They asked us not to forget, but to continue to remember, to speak and act as justice is done. And they told me, it is not about the stories you are telling yourself or your families, but the stories you are not telling. The details in history too terrifying to admit. Go there, listen there, learn there, feel there. They shared the weight of microaggressions on daily life. And they so wisely said that everyone has a different front line. So whatever that front line is for you, show up, listen, learn, work for change and justice. We can listen. And dear people of Mount Olivet, we have been listening our way into existence. We read scripture and we dwell in God's word because the word in the Bible is living and it speaks, and most especially through the voice of our neighbor. We know in order to figure out what comes next, we need to listen to the stories of what has been and what is now. We are open to receive when we listen The spirit of life comes in these conversations to be the connector to where we are called next. You have told me how listening has transformed you, has transformed us. As we listened to our community around us and to each other, how now does listening Beginner call to racial equity. We will continue to commit to humbly listening as a community, and so to individually. Go out and do this now. Ask and listen to your friends and coworkers and neighbors, and ask them what it's like to be black in America. Read from authors who write from experience. What is gnawing at their bones, keeping them up at night? What is their outlandish hope? And then receive what they offer in your lungs as breath that becomes the next step. This week has been a long and painful exhale. The Holy Spirit comes to breathe into us, giving life where there is none. George Floyd can't breathe anymore, his breath of life brutally taken from him. But you can breathe and I can breathe. And starting from this very moment, we will use this breath to be sent into this world to listen, to show up, and to respond. Martin Luther said, where the spirit is, there is the church. The spirit is then in your nostrils and your lungs, wherever you are, giving all people life. It's in every street, destroyed building, every box of diapers being delivered for a family, every broom sweeping a parking lot, in the rallying of neighbors to show up for each other, in the gathering of people to humbly listen, in a call being awakened inside of you. And this is the breath of life birthed from the body of Jesus the crucified one who God raised from the dead the Word made flesh and the Holy Spirit comes to be with all people so they can breathe again work for justice and equality and to witness to that unfailing love God has made known when we love our neighbors as ourselves. Breathe spirit of life. Amen.